Hello, everyone, and welcome to another special episode of the Godzilla Roundtable, where we do a special nobody but the Peanuts does. We're doing a Thanksgiving special. Yeah. <laughs> and this time, to for our fitting movie, well, this time we're doing a movie, we'll be talking about a movie about a giant bird. That bird being an alien bird that, that shits out antimatter. We're talking about Giant Claw from 1957. Has anybody ever seen Giant Claw before? <laughs> oh, I watched it as a kid. Really? Yeah, Cinemasker. Um, uh, James Rolfe talks about it a lot too. That's where I first heard of it, actually. Interesting. Okay. And it was directed by Fred F. Sears. Huh. <laughs> quite a trip. It yeah, it was. <laughs> this is our first American kaiju movie we'll be talking about, at least in terms of release order. It's a. It's our second tonight because we just finished our, our T98 episode. Yeah. <laughs> For context. That was an experience. <laughs> and, well, this movie, like Crash said, is something. So I'll let everyone do their ratings first. Crash, what would you rate it out of 10? Uh, like 5 out of 10. I don't know. Okay. That's like average, you know? Yeah. Not like it's, I don't know. Okay, I don't know if it's bad, but it's definitely like a lot of fun. Yeah. It's just so weird. Yeah, I know, right? Ton? <laughs> yeah, it's a 5, 5.5 out of 10 for me. Same for me, 5 out of 10. Unanimous. <laughs> because here's the thing, like, like I said last night, is the Giant Claw a good movie? Not necessarily. Is it fun as fuck, though? Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is such a fun movie. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm kind of a sucker for, like, old, pulpy um, genre movies in general. And Giant Claw, well, mm-hmm. not like certain, not one of the good ones. Mm-hmm. All most accounts, it's 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 watchable, you know. Yeah, it's not boring. Yeah, and I think a good place to start with discussion wise is, what do you guys think of of the monster, the titular Giant Claw? Even though technically, the name used for her is the law something. I'm a lock, oh, lock, like a gun. Yeah. yeah, there we go. I knew, I knew, Crash, you're gonna save my ass with the Spanish. <laughs> it, wasn't it French? I guess it, it sounds Spanish. It sounds the Spanish, French, right? But the yeah, guy the guy was French. French, which is really funny because the movie ended up being almost like Godzilla '98. <laughs> we watched it the same night as Godzilla '98, and he had a French guy, a monster laying eggs. This is really funny, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, even though the guy was French. The name sounds Spanish to me, which would <laughs> yeah, line no, it up. Does. Which which would line up with it being made by a Mexican company. So, anyways, what did you guys think think of of, of Laka Kanye? <laughs> she was funny looking. <laughs> <laughs> she okay. Mm-hmm. So she defied all my expectations. I was like, this is gonna be a movie about a big ass bird, big bird, just fucking attacking planes. <laughs> but then they were like, actually, she's an alien. And she's got <laughs> antimatter as a force field all over her. And I was like, "What?" I was so blown. <laughs> you were so confused. You had to clarify. You're like, "Am I getting this right?" I was like, "Yes, Crash. She is an alien." That was so funny. <laughs> it's so unexpected. This comes out of nowhere. But Tom, go on. Yeah. Um. With Lakakana. Lakakana. Yeah. Yeah. Um. The big big bird. <laughs> no, the trailer, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
from the trailers, I kind of was expecting it to be like, you know, like a big dumb bird monster that fought as big as a battleship. As big as a battleship. And like when the movie started, that's kind of what you get where they set it up as like this big UFO. Mm-hmm. As the movie went on, I actually found. Okay, so the concept of the monster in this movie is actually really cool. Yeah, movie. same. Yeah giant invincible bird that has a force field it just eats everything in the sky yeah it, it, it has all the setup of being a really cool monster but it has a terrible puppy yeah <laughs> which just really kind of throws the whole movie off um mm-hmm. puppet is hideous like i love yeah it. it's so bad looking <laughs> but if it if it had a cool design, I think it would have been a, a lot cooler as a movie. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of just left. With yeah, so wacky. Like it's yeah, the eyes and the mouth, and they feel like they were okay. Did they really specify what kind of birds like supposed to be? No, it's just a random giant yeah. alien bird. I was thinking like a turkey, but it looks kind of like a buzzard. Yeah, and I, <laughs> in a way, I think the design looks funny, but like yeah. It's, it's like, not intended. But they want it to be scary. Yeah. Like, yeah. It just ends up looking really silly. <laughs> and yeah. and that's my that's my thing. I really like her conceptually. I like the fact that she's coming to Earth to nest you. I think that's a really cool concept. And mm-hmm. I think if they got it because originally they wanted to get Ray Harryhausen, who has done plenty of monster stuff. Like Seven Ways of Sinbad, Valley of Guanji, Clash of the Titans, Jason the Argonauts, it came from it came from Beneath the Sea, et cetera, et cetera. And his stuff is fantastic. If he got to do stop motion, I think this movie would be far better remembered. But unfortunately, he was out of their budget, and he was also busy. So they had to rely on this Mexican company. And they didn't see the finished monster until, until the premiere of the movie. And, oh, uh, it did not work. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was... <laughs> yeah, it says to me they it had to outsource. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, when the main actor for this movie, he played um, uh, Mitch, Mitch's actor, when he first saw it, the Cedar laughed so hard, he left the Cedar in embarrassment and went home and got drunk. Damn, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, and it's kind of a shame, too, because like I said, conceptually and plot-wise, it's wacky, but in a way that fits a 50s monster movie. It reminds me of the Blob crash, which me and you have both watched recently. Yeah. Like the concept is kind of out there, but the Blob has good effects, so it works. But the giant claw doesn't have good effects, so it just comes off as goofy. I like I, in a monster movie, I think the effects almost make the movie honestly. Yeah, because you got to make that monster feel believable. Yeah, at the very least, yeah, like it fits in that world. But like here, um. <clears throat> One thing, if you're gonna have in a flight a monster with flight, you gotta make sure the neck's not gross and stiff. Yeah, that, that it's very stiff. To like when when they didn't have the budget to do Ghidorah and Ghidorah yeah. really outstretched, like fucking. <laughs> I'm not forgetting the word stiff. Stiff yeah. neck, just like outstretched, and it looks really jank. And that's yeah. what the giant claw look here looks like. Yeah, she doesn't move much at all. And and okay, <laughs> and the cry. What the fuck oh yeah, that? her noises. <laughs> and he's like clipping into each other. Yeah, like, and it doesn't even like they didn't even like edit an animal sound. They had like they had someone record the sound themselves. Yeah, <laughs> and it sounds so annoying. So right? funny enough, though, Ton said he recognized Kookaburra noises. 
Yeah, from, there's... From Giant Claw herself? Yeah. Oh, Giant Claw now. We're doing a Metroid. Her name is Giant Claw. Okay. <laughs> um, there's a few instances where not her main RAR, but like for sound effects, they have her do a kookaburra laugh mm-hmm. as like kind of a cackling noise. And she makes like crow noises. Yeah. Like chilling out. Yeah. It's kind of a cool sound design, but mm-hmm. it's just. <laughs> Just when it's coming out of that puppet, it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Walk, 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 walk. That's a perfect impression, honestly. <laughs> it's so, like, it's just so silly. This monster does not feel intimidating. But then, like, it kills people very easily. And eats I know, them. right? But then it's like, the monster is just so silly looking. <laughs> I know, right? And here's the, here's the kind of shame, though. I've seen the compositing of the shots and, like, her interacting with other stuff is actually really good. It's just let down by that, by the puppet. It's like, it's such a shame. I know. Yeah, like, I was kind of surprised there's like, there's like some scenes where like, people parachuting out of their planes and stuff get eaten. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Well, well, it's kind of this funny crunch noise when they get eaten. Yeah. Those are actually really good. Yeah. yeah especially it's just a shame. Yeah, it's... <laughs> the monster itself is just so silly. Yeah. And that leads us, I feel like, into the characters of this movie. Mm-hmm. And they're very 1950s monster movie characters, but they're honestly kind of likable, besides for Mitch being a sexual harasser. <laughs> uh, I was going to say, they were very, I guess, progressive? I don't know. Yeah, 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 because the main female character is, is a scientist, which is really unique, and she participates in the final act, yeah. too. Mm-hmm. They just leave her behind. Yeah, which is really cool. So, so the yeah, characters like, are fun besides that one element with the one crash. Yeah. Yeah, I think besides that really dank scene, although like, I feel like a bunch of 50s movies had that. That was just yeah. like, standard, I guess, even though it's kind of fucked now. Yeah. Besides that, it's like, I think the characters were enjoyable. They reacted normally. They did their own thing. Yeah. They had lots of montages within, like experimenting and shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, but I feel like they, I feel like this movie is set up with the, like a trio, but then that guy just like died in that plane crash and i was yeah like the pilot guy yeah they introduced the three of them i was like okay so this is our main cast yeah and he's talking with them he's there for like the first 15 minutes and yeah then, and then he dies a giant claw he doesn't even look dead he's got like soy sauce on his face i know right and the blood effect which, which by the way the plane crash scene is probably the worst looking scene besides the puppet it's really funny because the plane <laughs> looks so fake i know but yeah it, it's i was kind of surprised when they killed him off but mm-hmm. um, yeah then they were pretty cool, I guess. They did their thing. I yeah. was kind of surprised. Like, it's funny in monster movies, they're like, I will take full responsibility for this monster now. It's mm-hmm. like, I will be the one to let everybody know. <laughs> yeah. So, 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 oh, go on, Crash. Because they're involved with, like, the anti-anti-matter to kill Yeah. <laughs> the- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ton. Yeah. Um, they kind of remind me the main characters of Mitch and Sally Cadwell. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're fun. There's definitely the romance is really awkward because it's peak 50s. Yeah. Uh, they're not unlikable characters. They kind of remind me of the protagonist of Earth versus the Flying Saucer. Oh, yeah, they do. Which, by the way, was directed by the same director. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like they had the main couple in that movie had better dynamics since they're already married. Yeah. But I do like how, you know, Sally's like a competent character. Mm-hmm. And just to kind of like 
say something, I guess, fresh is that <laughs> I love the dialogue in this movie. It it is really fun the dialogue. Yeah, it's yeah. very it's very snippy and full of fifty slings. Yeah, I like when the when the kids are. Oh wait, which one? Uh, I think the jet people. Oh yeah, the, the jets when they're, they're talking. talking. The jet. Yeah. Uh, I'll yeah. never call my my mother in law an old like old bird like that. Yeah, know? I know, right? I was like, Look that was so kid. funny. Like they're just fucking getting his neck, and making fun of him. Just, like, I know, right? It was really funny. It's probably it like, was. <laughs> Not to mention also the scene with the teenagers. Oh yeah. Like hey Daniel. <laughs> What's always really funny to me, I remember all the teenagers in fifties movies are the fucking baby boomers. And the fact that that was the generation they were worried about is really funny to me. Mm-hmm. It's so annoying and just obnoxious. I know, right? And then they get fucking eaten. It's so funny. Yeah, like, like, see you later, watch out for the bird. And like, two seconds later, the bird just fucking, like, yeets their car, and they go fall. <laughs> it really is good. And it's 100% like, oh, no. Kids. I hope they're okay. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Yeah, no, right. <laughs> What's picking up the other funny time, though, is when the French guy, who's, like, concerned about the legend of of, of, lo- of Crash State again, because you could say it good, and, and he's like, he's like, now I will die, I'm so scared. And then he ends up helping them later on, and he dies. And and the people lead just says, "Okay, oh wow, I guess he was right." It's like he just fucking died, and he's so casual about it. And, and then and then they steal his car too because they're like, "Well, he's not needing it anymore. He's dead." It's so dank. I know, right? When speaking of dank, funny stuff, character wise, then you have the fucking narrator who's like omnipresent. He narrates, which is a thing in a lot of fifties monster movies, but in this one, for some reason, it feels even funnier than usual. Yeah, yeah like <laughs> it's like they felt the need to explain what was going on, like it was an audio drama. Yeah, but it's just like, thanks. It's like here we see <laughs> them working effortlessly on the antimatter machine. The I know, right? <laughs> failure after failure after failure. <laughs> it's just like they're just like, who's talking? It, it, what well, crash? Was it you or Tony with the joke where if you pull out a bit, you'll see somebody standing there? I was telling oh, you. Then I oh yeah, don't. No. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I think I made it. I don't know. I think we both talked about that because, like, yeah, it's pan out. The guy's just like some guy standing there. The guy's like, Corey, yeah. do you want to help? <laughs> like, you need, you need anything? Yeah, no, I'm okay. Thank you. <laughs> That's so funny. I know it was at random points too. Like, it was in the beginning. Yeah. it was for the like, yeah. first thirty minutes. Then he just left. Then he came yeah. back for the fucking montage science. Scene. Yeah, it's really funny. But it, but it kind of adds to its charm, though. I feel like. Oh yeah, it's so I love silly stuff like. That. I know, right? Um, and also, funny enough, it's kind of interesting to me to see it try to go for like a serious tone with like the stakes of stuff, like the fact that they have like global chaos. I think was interesting, even even if they don't show it. But it maybe think though that Astro Monster did that much better, <laughs> like like only like eight years later, <laughs> about having global panic. Like they tried, but I feel like, like I said, all the movies did better. But it is interesting that they tried that, though. Yeah, definitely. It's a lot of interesting. I always, mm-hmm. I always appreciate a movie that kind of like has interesting ideas and aspirations, mm-hmm. and fully pan out. Yeah, like the scale of this movie is really impressive. Yeah, they don't entirely sell it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
and there's there's a lot of stock footage in this movie. Yeah, there's a lot of stock footage. Yeah, which doesn't blend in the best, but like they definitely made an effort, and I kind of mm-hmm. appreciate the effort they made in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, do you have stock footage from Earth versus the Flying Saucers when they destroy Washington D.C. and the monsters attacking New York City? And it's really clear that's not New York City. It's meant to be the Washington Monument falling over. Yeah. <laughs> Where if you've seen Earth versus the Flying Saucers, you catch it instantly. And speaking of the monster attack, she doesn't really destroy that much stuff in this movie. Ironically, besides her planes, like her big attack is not that long at the end. Yeah. yeah. It also, I, this movie, it has that mm-hmm. 50s monster movie ending where it's just like they defeat the monster and then the movie just ends. Like there's no like wrap up or like. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Like, they, they shot down Giant Claw and they're like, we did it. The world is saved. Finn. Mm-hmm. Like that. And then the movie just ended. I was like, yeah, you did it. I don't think I wish so, something a little more happened. I know, but to be honest, though, Chris, I feel like that's an issue with a lot of American fifties monster movies. Well, like, for example, the yeah, the blob, the blob yeah. thing. It's like it's like as long as the Arctic doesn't melt, we're good. Then they just show the blob being like an airdropped into the Arctic, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and yeah, and like also because Tony, you've seen it. Be sure Twenty Seven Fathoms has that same issue where it just ends on the Redosaurus dead, mm-hmm. and even earlier with like King Kong, it just ends with Kong dead in the streets. And so I, 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 at, at least there, they kind of had like a, like a fucking epic speech, sort of. Yeah, like, but like yeah, but yeah, definitely like a thing with like early monster movies, just kind of being like, all right, mm-hmm. we did it, movie over. <laughs> yeah, and I guess this is a question for you guys: Do you prefer the American style of monster movies or the Japanese style of monster movies? Uh, I feel like I'd have a biased answer because I haven't seen a lot of American monster movies. Mm-hmm. To be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I've seen fucking like twenty Godzilla movies now, so I'm <laughs> kind of like, yeah, I like the Japanese style. But if American monster movie style is also just so classic. Like, yeah, they have a charm to them. I like Bone. I'm just curious if you have a preference. It's okay if you don't. I don't think I have a preference. I have to see more, but like, it's hard for me to say that because like American movie, they, there's such a nostalgic classic feel to them. Like the whole yeah. style, tone, like that's a classic. Yeah, it is. I but I also have a really big appreciation for like the Japanese monster movies they did it with mm-hmm. Godzilla. Yeah, you that might lessen when we watch Gamera, the show of Gamera. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, maybe we'll have to see that. It'll be yeah, but anyways, ton. Yeah, um, I, I definitely have an appreciation for the American style, it's very iconic. Uh, like, mm-hmm. It's hard to ignore the fact that, like, you know, the American movies came first, so they were kind of like the inspiration, inspiration yeah. But I definitely kind of prefer the more in-depth style in Japanese stuff. Mm-hmm. But like, like Crash, I'm kind of more biased since I've watched way more Japanese stuff. Plus, I'm an anime fan. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. With what I guess with American style giant monster stuff, that's kind of the shame with it. Mm-hmm. Is that none of these movies are well? I can't say it. None of them because mm-hmm. I haven't watched all. Mm-hmm. But all these movies are very competent. Mm-hmm. I guess, kind of as an art form, the genre mm-hmm. never really evolved in America. Yeah. It kind of just became a one note thing and then it disappeared for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's like now with the monster verse and stuff, you kind of have this resurgence. Mm-hmm. But it's very 
much kind of just reviving the old classics. You don't really see original stuff besides mm-hmm. like Pacific Rim, but even Pacific Rim is very Japan inspired. Yeah. And I feel like that's my thing. Like, I feel like, I feel like, like, for example, I feel like Gojira has more to say and has more in mind than a lot of American Launch stuff. Not everything, but I feel like Gojira is more focused on the characters, the themes, et cetera, et cetera. Whereas I feel like American Launch movies were more focused on the spectacle, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. like Kong's idea was for, was for a gorilla fighting a Komodo dragon that evolved into a giant gorilla fighting a T-Rex. You had Beach Twenty Seven Phantoms. That was the idea of a dinosaur coming ashore, but then Gojira, while it was inspired by that Beach Twenty Seven idea, specifically being inspired by the Beach Twenty Seven movie itself, I feel like Ishiro Honda brought more to it conceptually, if that makes sense, when he did his rewrite of it mm-hmm. and added his own World War Two and nuclear warfare elements to it that you don't really see in a lot of monster movies. That's not to say like King Kong Thirty Three or Beach Twenty Seven Phantoms. Or like movies like them are lesser. I just don't think they have as big aspirations beyond being fun monster movies. Not that that's a bad thing, but I just personally prefer the Japanese style of more in depth looks. If that makes sense. Yeah, I do. But that's just my take. Okay. <laughs> Crash is like okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say though. The Blob, just to go on a tangent real quick, the Blob has some really interesting themes, though, about trusting teenagers more. I, I will give it that. I agree. And also, mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of... <laughs> I, I guess it's something to look at with, like, um, I guess, mm-hmm. view, but... Yeah. Global warming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Never melt. We're good. Oh, God, that line has not aged well at all. They could make a Blob, too, that falls directly off of that. Like, oh shit, the ice did melt. Fuck. <laughs> that would be a really good sequel. All right. Um, does anyone have any have anything else to add about Giant Claw before I wrap us up? Um, not really. Except oh yeah, oh well, yeah, of course I always have something to say. I don't know okay. for a sec. Um yeah, Giant mm-hmm. Claw is definitely a fifties monster movie. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's got that and despite how dank the special effects are, there's so much charm here. It's just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And, like, uh, you you you'll get you'll get a lot of a fun time out of just watching it. You know? Yeah, it's cool to see dank monster special effects <laughs> and that classic fifties feel like classic fifties jank like yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Tom, I I do have one complaint with this movie. Yeah, one very important complaint. What? Yeah, okay. You spend the whole goddamn movie talking about how this thing is as big as a fucking battleship, right? <laughs> Yeah, but it doesn't fight a battleship. <laughs> no battleship in this movie. What the hell? Yeah, yeah. Battleship. I was waiting for like the um, the giant claw to like scoop up the battleship and flip it over or something. But no. <laughs> so. Oh yeah. <laughs> somebody, please remake this movie. Find the license and have a battleship in it, please. Oh my god, that'd be funny. <laughs> but yeah, Tom. Closing thoughts. Uh yeah, yeah. So <laughs> in, in seriousness, closing thoughts. Um Giant Claw's fun, you know, it's not anything deep. It's not like a great movie by any means, but it's mm-hmm. a competent movie for what it is. Like even the puppet, despite how hideous it is, it's yeah. not 
the effects for it aren't badly done. Um, mm-hmm. And like I said, I always respect a movie that like has ambitions, even if it doesn't make those ambitions. You can tell this is very much trying to like it. Like it has the energy of a cash in, but it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like a cash in. Mm-hmm. So, I, I really respect that. Yeah, for me, this is movies. Like I said. Is it good per se? No, not necessarily, but is it really enjoyable and fun, especially if you're watching with people? Yes. Like, this movie's just such a blast. It's got all the wild 50s stuff. It says everything you'd want out of a 50s American monster movie. So I'd really recommend it. It's, it's, it's a good, fun time. And it's, and it's not bad, actually. It, it's pretty okay. It's, it's an average movie, but really fun. All right. So I hope everyone has a safe and happy Thanksgiving, however you choose to celebrate it with friends, family, whatever. From everyone here at Fears, Futures, and Fossils. Mm-hmm. Happy Thanksgiving and have yourself a nice giant claw for dinner. <laughs> yeah, have a happy nice Thanksgiving and be safe. All right, everyone. This was our Thanksgiving special. Thank you for listening. It's a short one, but, I, but we figured we'd give you a little treat over the Thanksgiving weekend, especially if you're spending it with family. You might want a break from listening to them. So this was our Thanksgiving special, and thank you for listening, and have a happy and healthy Thanksgiving.